The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by the Combank Bushfire Recovery Grants. It's one way they're helping to support local communities impacted by bushfires. For more information, head to combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 3rd of February. In your squiz today, more measures in place to contain coronavirus, Bridget McKenzie's resignation, a breakthrough for those with peanut allergies, and the Australian Open results. This is your squiz today. With the World Health Organization declaring coronavirus to be a global health emergency, measures to contain the virus are stepping up. For Australians, that means foreign arrivals from mainland China will not be allowed entry into Australia. Take us through what that means, Claire. What it means is that from Saturday, border control are actually stopping and turning back anyone who has either come directly uh, from mainland China or transited through there. Anyone other than Australian citizens, permanent residents and their immediate families won't be allowed into Australia for the time being. That comes as other countries are doing the same. We're talking about the US, uh, New Zealand and others. Qantas has suspended direct flights from mainland China. Our officials have also raised the travel alert for Australians looking to go to China, urging them to stay away. And what's happening with the evacuation of the 600 Australians currently in Wuhan? It's on. So Qantas uh, has sent a 747 jet there. Uh, Some of those 600 Australians will return. We're not sure how many yet. Some reports say as many as 300. They're people who have been stuck in Wuhan in China's Ubei province uh, after it was locked down last week. The plan is that the jet will go from Wuhan this morning to Darwin. Passengers then need to change planes because uh, the landing strip on Christmas Island can't accommodate a big 747, so they need to get onto a smaller plane. And then they're at the Christmas Island Detention Centre for at least 14 days of quarantine. Deputy Leader of the Nationals Bridget McKenzie has resigned from the government's front bench. She was the Minister for Agriculture after a report from the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet found that she did breach ministerial standards. Mackenzie had been under pressure for several weeks over the allocation of funds for sporting clubs made just before the election, but it's not that that's got her into trouble in particular, Claire. No, what she's been pinged for is for breaching the ministerial guidelines of a conflict of interest. She didn't declare that she was a member of a shooting club in Victoria's Wangaratta that received almost $36,000. She should have declared that membership, uh, the Secretary of the Department says. So that's the reason why she's gone. Scott Morrison made the announcement quite late in the piece yesterday. Uh, He says that she had discretion to dole out those grants and that the grants uh, received by organisations in some of the coalition's marginal seats uh, actually qualified for the funding, so there wasn't a problem there. Labor leader Anthony Albanese has said the saga shows the government is all about its own interests and not the national interest. Four children were killed and three are in hospital after a pedestrian crash involving a four-wheel drive in Sydney's northwest happened on Saturday night. 
This one's incredibly tragic, Claire. Just one of those really awful stories. Uh, The father of three of those children, um, Daniel Abdullah, spoke to the media yesterday about his three children who had been killed. Um, They were Anthony, a 13-year-old, Angelina, she was 12, and Sienna, a 9-year-old. Three of his other children are also in hospital, having been involved in that terrible, terrible incident. Um, One of his cousin's daughters, Eleven-year-old Veronique Saka also died at the scene. Police have charged Samuel Davidson, the 29-year-old driver, with manslaughter and dangerous driving, as well as driving with a high-range blood alcohol reading of 0.15, three times the legal limit. It was another difficult and dangerous weekend for the southeast of New South Wales and parts of the ACT. There were three bushfires burning at emergency levels over the weekend, with several homes and properties lost. The ACT remains in a state of emergency today, Claire. Yeah, it seems if you were anywhere, particularly on Australia's eastern uh, seaboard, you had those very hot temperatures um, in the 40s and plus that happened around those fire grounds. New South Wales still has 70 bushfires burning across the state and there's bad conditions expected this week again. So this season is far from done. Some good news now, though, for those with peanut allergies. The Federal Drug Administration in the US has approved an oral immunotherapy treatment that can help those with severe allergies gradually build up a resistance. I imagine you read this one with some interest, Claire. (laughs) I did. I can put my hand up to a (laughs) peanut allergy. I've got one of the nasty ones where every exposure makes the reaction worse. So sadly, I can't be desensitised. But No, not for me. But for a whole lot of people, what this is about is not actually curing the allergy, but rather to reduce the risk of a really severe reaction. So if you can build up some resistance, then it means that people uh, hopefully won't tip into the extreme end of of a bad reaction that can actually threaten their lives. Uh, It's not a cheap therapy. It's $890 US a month for American patients. No word yet, though, if it'll come to Australia, but certainly getting that um, Food and Drug Administration approval in the US is a promising sign. The Australian Open wrapped up over the weekend. Australian Dylan Alcott took home his sixth Australian Open men's quad title. American Sophie Kennan won the women's title in three sets over Gabine Muguruza. And Djokovic secured his eighth Australian Open title. Did you watch it? Did you get to the end or...? I, I didn't get to the end. I got to the third set and thought, oh, wow. I've got to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did better than me. I got to the end of the first set and retired there. I, I thought Djokovic was going to win quite easily. So I was quite surprised to get up this morning and see that it was a bit of a five-set thriller with Djokovic having a form slump. And in the middle of it, also reports say that he had a complete meltdown, probably the worst of his career. So clearly it, it got quite interesting. Did you see that bit? I did. I did. It was a very patronising footpat for the umpire. Oh. <laughs> I don't it think was... you're allowed to touch the umpire. No, I didn't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> but look, he got there in the end. He said he was dizzy and a bit dehydrated, um, goes to the tough conditions that have been uh, throughout the Australian Open. Uh, and that win returns him not just a, a Grand Slam win, which is a really, of course, big deal, but uh, he gets the world number one ranking back. Each day, the subject line of the Squiz Today email is a song lyric that relates to the news. What are we going to have stuck in our heads today? 
I've gone for a Prince song. Haven't had a Prince song for a while. I've been quite restrained. You're a big fan. Oh, yeah. I've gone for Baby, I'm a Star. That goes to our final story in the email today, Uh, another piece on Dinosaurs in Love from Fen Rosenthal, the four-year-old musical genius. She's clocked about six million views on Twitter. Uh, The late-night host, Jimmy Fallon, and his famed band, The Roots, have done a cover of it, which is actually quite impressive, I think thought and uh, yeah interesting to see lots of musical experts getting involved to talk about why it's actually quite a good song they say it taps into something deeper and the whole spectrum of human emotion it might be right but i also <laughs> sure. i just think it's adorable <laughs> but who doesn't like I'm an adorable sure that's- song <laughs> I'm sure Finn, uh, the four-year-old, was thinking about the whole spectrum (laughs) of human emotion as she put it together. Absolutely. (laughs) You can find a link to that. I'll put a link to that in the episode notes, but it will also be in the Squiz Today email as well. I think that's about it for the Squiz for Monday. Uh, For those that didn't hear, Kate Watson is now on maternity leave, so I'll be co-hosting the podcast with Claire for the next few months. Welcome, Larissa. It's great to have you here (laughs) and, yeah, get set for a few early mornings. Oh, that's my late night tennis and late night TV (laughs) watching done and dusted. Yeah. If you have just discovered us in Spotify's Your Daily Drive, we do also have a weekday email called The Squiz Today, which has links to all the news stories that we cover in each day's podcast. So you can find that and sign up at thesquiz.com.au, but I'll also put a link in today's episode notes. Have a great day, everyone, and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. Message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.